morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the IYBA's third Web Wednesday webinar. Um, I'm sure everybody is anxious I am to get back to normal, to see everybody at shows, events, seminars, lunches, and get our industry back on track. I've always been a, a big proponent of face-to-face -face meetings. Uh, seeing clients whenever you can and you know these zoom webinars and and FaceTimes are all great but uh, uh, emails and calls 50 emails 50 calls are great but I'm sure everybody would agree that to spend five minutes face-to-face -face with a customer goes a lot longer um, I certainly have taken advantage or taken for granted how we conduct our industry and how we conduct business I'm looking forward to getting back to that uh, Despite all this, I think that conducting these webinars has been very insightful, helpful, and it's always a great way to connect with our yachting community and connect with our colleagues. And so uh, uh, it'll be nice to get back to normal. And I'm sure everybody's taking advantage of this time to, to attend a many, as many of these as they can. Uh, that being said, let's introduce who we have today. We have Andrew Duell from Forma. Good morning. Bob Dennison from Dennison Yacht Sales. Happy eight-year anniversary, wedding anniversary. Bob, you and Danny, and we have Chuck Cashman from Marine Max. So, gentlemen, let's get into it right away. Uh, Andrew, you on Monday evening made an announcement that the Palm Beach Boat Show is canceled and you'll be hosting a virtual show. Can you speak to that and what, uh, what should we expect from that? We made the decision. You know, unfortunately, we you know, we needed to cancel. We did have dates in mid June, and we've been polling um, exhibitors on their you know their thoughts on that, and it was sort of lukewarm at best. Um, we worked hard with corporate to um, even though we've got a lot of expense and in, in already uh, setting up Palm Beach, um, that we'd get everybody a hundred percent refund. So we achieved that last weekend, and um, but in Prior to that, we'd um, worked with TRMG, who produces our program and the NMMA's program, and had uh, done a virtual boat show and uh, fishing show for the Northeast to help us quickly put together a virtual boat show for Palm Beach. So there was still some value for all the exhibitors that had expected the show and wanted the show, and you know, it's something we could give back um, to try and keep the show at least alive for a couple of months here. Right, right. And do you want to speak to the refunds for the Palm Beach Boat Show and how that may work? The, our sales team's reaching out to each individual exhibitor and you're going through the whole program with them. So if you haven't had a call, um, call whoever is your your sales rep for on the team, and they'll they'll be they're, they're working every day on this. You know, working from home, obviously, but uh, the, you know they'll be able to guide you through the process. Okay. Um, Bob, you've hosted uh, a couple of virtual boat shows that uh, you're nice enough to include me in one, so I thank you for that. Um, can you talk about a little bit about your experience with virtual boat shows that you've done so far? Yeah, so we um, our virtual boat show was in response to the Palm Beach boat show at the time being canceled, and uh, we really like stealing ideas from Marine Max, so our uh, marketing team immediately went into high gear and we were really liking what we saw, uh, the things that Marine Max did a few years ago. It wasn't in what they did was also, I think it was called a virtual boat show, right? Um, yeah. and it, 
it wasn't necessarily in response to a boat show being canceled, but it was just their idea of engaging with clients online in sort of a virtual boat show setting. Um, we really liked that idea. It was kind of on our list of things to do Monday. Um, and this sort of put that back of the list idea to top of the list and our marketing team, which I consider to be the very, very, very best in the industry, um, just really worked late nights. They worked hard and within six days we got it off the ground. And the idea was really just to include boats that you could engage with virtually. So it had to be a virtual tour or a walkthrough video. And the other part that makes a boat show a boat show is the people, right? So for, for me, I mean, seeing the newest boats and the latest boats and selling boats is always awesome, but it's more about running into friends on the dock you haven't seen in a while um, and just engaging with people. So then we set up those live chat rooms where you could talk to a broker. Um, and then I set up a bunch of people uh, in the industry that I considered interesting leaders and we have a live stream for eight hours. So that, that was the idea. Um, it's, it's, I think uh, gone pretty well. We've gotten about 420, 430 leads uh, from it, and some of the highest days of all time that uh, have been visits to the site. Um, so yeah, it's been good, and uh, we're we're going to continue doing it. We're doing a five day event. Um, so tomorrow, or excuse me, this Friday is day three, and then we're going to do every, every other Friday until we get to day five. And by that time, I think we'll be out of the house. Let's hope so. <clears throat> Chuck, your thoughts. Similar to Bob's, it's a uh, it, we we really did it because we had a weekend open up that used to be a big part of our life. It was uh, Sea Ray's Yacht Expo, and uh, when Sea Ray made the announcement they were not going to build big boats, we had a weekend where we had always sold a bunch of boats, and we uh, we decided about Thanksgiving for our first week in December did the same thing as Bob, and the team got after it. And I think now we've done four. We've learned some lessons along the way. Learned a little bit even from Bob's. It's a uh, it is a wonderful opportunity to drive engagement with your existing customers and to get new customers. We uh, we had similar numbers, you know. Actually, we were very very surprised, very pleased with the amount of new leads that we got. And while I don't believe it will ever replace the ability to walk onto a boat and feel it and look and feel and touch and you know get all of, all of the things that go along with it, it may become you know when you, when we have these types of events, there's always a catalyst of new behavior. I think a lot of people are going to look and shop virtually more deeply to where maybe they would go look at five or six books and they're going to go look at two and they're going to use the, the virtual capabilities to get further down the funnel. If you want to use a sales term, they're just going to get further down the funnel and they're not going to go look at five boats. They're going to go look at two and they're going to have their research. So I, to me, it's a, uh, it's an exciting time in our industry. I don't think boat shows are going away by any stretch. I, I love boat shows for all the reasons Bob said and more, right? It's a great place to close business, but it's a, uh, in today's world, you're going to see far more people out there virtually. Okay. And as and one thing I would encourage the audience, if you do have a question, please put it up on the message board and, and we'll hopefully be able to get to it. Uh, with Andrew uh, having a, boat, a virtual boat show coming online here next month, uh, Bob, Chuck, what are some things that you would suggest to Andrew to do that you've learned so, thus far? Well, I'll jump in real quick and I'll give Bob a compliment. I thought what Bob did far better than us was more engagement. You know, half the people go to a boat show for fun, right? There was an NMMA study a few years ago that said they go for the experience, right? We, we go, I go to monetize, they, they go for an experience. 
So whatever you can do to make it more of an experience to get people there, just like you will put show, that's something that Bob did very well. And that's a lesson learned that we'll take forward with our new events. So that would be my two cents. Make it make it a good experience that also has both. Yeah, just to add to that, so each each of our days, day one, day two, and now day three coming up this Friday, uh, we're learning little bits, and each iteration is, we hope, a little bit better. One of the things we're doing uh, this Friday is we're having a completely separate room just for seminars and ed- education. So we're doing segments on fishing, segments on the Great Loop, segments on new construction, and it's truly not going to look, smell, or feel anything like somebody's trying to sell you something. It needs to really be that. I'm coming here to learn from an expert type of a thing. Uh, so that's one of the things that we are going to be doing. Um, and, and at the same time, you can jump into a room and talk to brokers live about that thing that we're really there for, which is to sell you something. Uh, but that'll be sort of a completely separate room. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in- interested in, Andrew, what, what, what are you guys doing for the virtual show and what day is that happening? We hope to kick it off May 14th you know, or 15th when the show would have run. So that's, you know, we're, we're ramping up for that. TRMG has all of the, you know, as they were, you know, going to do the program for the show, they've got all the exhibitors anyway. They've got most of the product categories. So it's a question, like you're saying, making it fun, making it interesting, having some different window to go to, you know, to, you know, can I talk to a fishing expert? Can I talk to you know, different people to talk to, different subjects, but not very keep it as clean as possible and not to look like an advertorial. Right, and can you can you mix in other things other than boats, like generators, engines, uh, cars? I mean, that, that would be an interesting aspect. Yeah. Boat shows are not just about boats. There's just so much more than that, and it'd be interesting to be able to mix in some other vendors as well. I mean, especially with Palm Beach, I mean, you've got the, the exotic cars there. You've got that whole relaxed feel at that show. Uh, so we, yeah, hopefully we we can incorporate some of that into it. We're we're excited trying to. Um, you know, work with the um, the feed also from Eva to try and make that work. So. Yeah, you know, and, and part of what we do at these boat shows too is creating a unique experience for the customer that comes in. What are some more ideas, Bob? You, you touched on a few, but what are some other ideas for for creating a good customer experience for somebody at a boat at for at at a virtual boat show? One of the things that we're going to try to do day four that I really like is to have a few brokers. Um, positioned on some of our best listings live. So we'll use MB3, which is a 100 hard grade that I consider very much to be one of those very, very, very best deals for, let's say, 90 to 110 feet. To actually have a broker there the entire day, that's just available to do a live tour on the customer's time, not on our time. So one of the things I don't really like that I see some people doing is, hey, we're doing a live tour. It's starting at 10.30 a.m. You need to show up here and now using this link. I like the idea much more of a boat show offers clients convenience. So you're there the entire day and they show up to that boat to do a tour on their schedule, not not ours. So anyway, that's one of those ideas I think we need to do a better job of. Chuck? Yeah, I'll I'll expand on that. I think the, uh, and he's right, you know, we're we're the one that does, we do the, uh, the timed events and it's not it's, it's really to our time, not the customer's time. The ability to maybe see some boats that the average boat show attendee wouldn't see, uh, you know, some of the bigger, more dramatic listings, that that I think would be a draw to people. You know, it's uh, 
it, it's hard even for for us to get on some of these boats sometimes. But uh, if you could have some boats that are a little more elusive to the average person, to the average millionaire, to be able to get a cool walkthrough, I think that's good. And I also think there's some key features. I'd use a company like Seakeeper. We're doing a uh, we're doing an owners kind of a facts and features. Zoom conference with Seakeeper. I think something like that would be good where people that have Seakeepers in their boat could understand it a little bit better and just things of interest, right? The boat owners. Right. And have you guys been happy with the platforms that you've used to conduct these virtual boat shows? Work in progress. You know, I, I won't speak for Bob. Ours is a work in progress, getting better. Not, not there yet. Yeah, ours is uh, really good, is close to perfect, and uh, it's completely custom to us. And one day when Remax decides to buy us, it'll be one of those assets that works to make their life easier. My God, that's what it's all about. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, so we custom, our website is a WordPress site, and our guys just went to work and created a custom platform that worked with that um, in the inventory that we have. Um, but it but it was a lot of work and it took a lot of time. Um, but I think there's 10 or 15 different things you can do. As far as the chatting part of it, we used uh, a very small company to do the live chats and it crashed because we had, it just, we had a little bit too much traffic. So we went to Zoom and I would highly recommend that if, if you're thinking about doing something like that to look at Zoom, they, they make it really, really easy. Will you, um, here's a question. Will there be a direct link option for virtual viewers to showcase live on a brokerage or a used boat. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. Um, and if you're looking at the bigger, like I, I just mentioned that Hargrave MV3, it's a really, really good deal on a great boat and it's worth doing that for. I, I, but you, you only have a certain amount of boats that you can have a broker live streaming from. So I think you need to reserve the very best deals or maybe some new, new boat options but yeah i think it needs to be a specific link to a specific boat and the broker is there for an eight hour period of time and is just ready to show people live any any, any time that a visitor wants okay okay um moving forward andrew with monaco and, and fort lauderdale ahead of us and obviously there's a lot of unknown in between now and then um how do going after we've been through this how do you see boat show real boat shows changing in the future i think there'll be some you know dramatic changes and i think it will vary from you know air, you know city to city or county to county i you know what's what might be true in miami might not be true in palm beach and you know the the protocols we've got to carry you know uh, take care of but i think you'll see one way aisles will look at um less less seating on the buses, you know, like trying to more frequency of buses, doubling up on the cleaning staff, um, cocktail barges with just, just table seating, no, no seating at the you know, bar, you know, at the bar area, um, you have to create more cocktail barges to take care of that. Um, so health checks, perhaps coming in, you know, taking temperatures, all of that stuff. It's, it's, it's a work in progress, but informers studying it with a lot of trade shows. I think we're, fortunate with the boat show that a lot of the show is outside a lot sure. of the shows and informers got are inside convention centers and it's going to be far more difficult stringent you know with the rules they're going to want with one-way aisles 15 feet aisles um, you know, 
spacing booths apart, perhaps even timed entry of people into the event. I think we've, you know, we can make the case we're spread over, you know, Bihimars over 30 acres, and then you've got six other sites. So you're spreading the amount of people we've got, you know, say 100,000 people over five days, but it's over hundreds of acres, not, you know, one, one small sure. building. But, you know, there's a, any number of you know, new protocols that we're going to have to follow and, uh, you know, you know, that, that speaks from Andrew's side. If you really think about the customer attending, there's going to be massive, there's going to be massive responsibility on us to provide them. The, and these are the boat show vendors call it. We're going to have to provide them an environment where it, it is going to be, it's going to be viewed as safe and clean and sanitized. So, you know, you're talking about how do I even get the show going? And then what are we going to do to get people there? And then what are we going to do with the people that are there? It's going to be on all of us to make sure that we have environments within our displays that don't chase people out of there. And I, I think that, you know, we've talked about it before, but I think, you know, you might see some VIP hours that run from eight till 10 where it's appointment only and there's an appointment only entrance and the people are coming in, they've, visit, they've visited the virtual boat show ahead of time, made some appointments. They want to meet with Chuck, they want to meet with Bob or whatever, you know, the boats they want to see. They, you know, they're it's, unfortunately for us, it will cut down their time at the show, but it will make it more productive and safer for them. That's right. And, you know, I'm a huge proponent of that. It's uh, I, I think that is the future. Well, it, there are so many of us in this industry that are that are so reliant and dependent upon boat shows. Can the virtual boat shows supplement some of that space that we've lost? And can we sell boats, get boats under contract? Bob, I know you said you got a lot of leads from yours, but are you converting these? And if you are, are they, are they on the smaller side? Are they on the larger side? Give us a little feedback on that. Yeah, we, uh, we've gotten several offers from clients that have bought boats from us before. Um, so we know that they were very qualified. Um, and we one that was really close. It was over a million bucks on a brokerage uh, listing. We were really, really close, and I so badly wanted it to happen, mainly just so I could brag about it to Chuck, but it just didn't happen. We think it will, but the main thing for us with these vir virtual boat shows is not necessarily converting a lead that day, but it's nur nurturing that relationship and really, really, really believe it will lead to a sale. It's just like most boat shows. If you look at our numbers, um, we actually sell more boats to people we met at a boat show in the weeks and months after the boat show, not necessarily that day. I mean, it does happen, in a while, but it's not the norm for us. Well, our, our data, I'll give you data, right? Our data is about one third of our customers that we sell. I can't say we met them at a boat show, but they've gone to boat shows. So if a third of your business is in and around boat shows, it's uh, it's critical. And, you know, we, we try to give, I would almost say we tried to give the illusion that you could buy a boat online, but I never really thought you would sell a boat online by clicking a button, <clears throat> click the button. So it's, uh, it's coming and it's going to come exponentially fast to where you can sell a million plus dollar boat online where they click and we've had it happen. Obviously you can't close online. Obviously there's things that have to come after that, but to somebody that raised their hand and say, look, I'm going to, I want that boat. And you know, we respond in seconds to start the process. Sure. But ultimately sure. you're gonna to want to see the boats. You know, that's where that's where the physical footprint of a boat show, I just I can't see it going away. Nor do I want it to go away. I, mean, I love boat shows. Yeah. But 
they're going to get further down the funnel, whether it's a virtual boat show, whether it's your own website, whatever research they can do. And if they if they can't research your boat well online, I think you're going to lose. Well, that being said, do you think you guys think that um, this COVID-19 has put more of an importance on actual boat shows moving forward? So when you do have the opportunity to participate in one of our three shows here that you make sure you should because you never know what's going to happen. And like we said, we still need these shows. So does that, does that put more of a significance on these shows moving forward? I'll let Bob go first. Yeah, I mean, so for us, we're doing the virtual boat show to complement that. At, at no point has it been so successful that we've thought, you know what, let's take all the money we were going to spend at a real boat show and invest it in this thing. Um, it's very, very much we were planning to spend the same amount of money for our future boat shows. Um, and we do, I do like the way you just put that grant. I think it will create a little bit of urgency for brokers and dealers to take advantage of that sort of the world's coming together for those five days in real life. Um, frankly, I think the first few boat shows are going to be, we're all going to be wondering who's actually going to show up and how many people, but I think you'll see strong support from, from us as, Dealers and brokers. Sure. Yeah, I, listen, I, I would go to a boat show every day of my life if I could. It's uh, a third of our business generates in and around boat shows. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm going to try to surround myself with tools that allow customers to get further to the further to the contract everywhere I can. Sure. I think this next Fort Lauderdale boat show is going to be the most important one we've done since Wilma. So, you know, we're going to be everything we can to encourage people to come out, everything we can to make the show as you know, successful as possible. It's really going to be the coming together of the industry in North America. There'll be shows before us, Newport or Annapolis or whatever, but I think you know, this will be the bellwether. Boaters, like, boaters are amazingly resilient it's because their passion for the water, their passion to be with their family, all the reason that people buy boats, that doesn't go away with virus, it doesn't go away with recessions, it doesn't go away with all these, these crises that many of us have managed our way through, they'll, they'll come. It's, sure. you know, giving them the proper environment to have them stay. So I've heard, to the grapevine a little bit, of brokers starting their own shows with their own boats. Um, Maybe the three of you can speak on that, what your thoughts are on that, starting with Andrew. I think with uh, if you would do try to do some very boutique boat show somewhere where you could just back boats into a slip, that, that was probably achievable. Um, who knows what sort of crowd you're really going to generate with some of the shows that have uh, been done like that. You know, I don't think that the audience has been overwhelming. And I think if you're trying to do events now in different cities. I think the city's going to look at, you know, your credentials to do it and, you know, what your history is and the experience, the staff you've got and, and, and question, you know, why you should be producing that event before they give you the event permit. Yeah. Bob, Chuck? I think you, I think you also get a very, very limited reach, right? I mean, I would love to, and Andrew and I, uh, we've had a long relationship, but I always say I'm trying to figure out how to spend less with him, still get the same results. At the end of the day, go to a professional, go to a proper boat show. I think it would be too fragmented. It'd be very specialized. It, you'll, I don't believe it's sustainable at the end of the day. So 
I think it will happen because I think we all try to figure out how to not spend. It's a big expense in my world. We always are trying to figure out how to spend efficiently. But at the end of the day, I like what they produce, and that's why we go. So I don't think it's sustainable. I think there'll be some chatter about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a ridiculous idea. I mean, there's there's these things that we all do called open houses, which is fine. You have your own inventory, your own listing. You go to a marina or your own place and you invite your own list of people. What creates the opportunity for a boat show is, I mean, we pay a lot of freaking money to put our boats in there. Part of that money goes to Informa to use to living crap out of the boat show so that people that aren't in our database that are going to be new people for us to meet are going to be inspired to come down and hit the docks that might not come to my crappy little 12 boat open house, right? There's something exciting. There's something amazing about that. Um, and I think that's the real value of a boat show, not to mention the thousand other little things that people like Informa do to put a boat show on. I've always liked the saying, keep the main thing, your main thing and putting yeah. on a boat show well, is not my main thing at all. Yeah. yeah well, we, we, we always think, go ahead, Bob. Yeah, I, was just, I, I think my in, endorsement there is going to get me a better position at the upcoming flip. So just be <laughs> on the lookout for that. Right off the face, Doc Dennis and Yanni. Well, we've always worked so hard to create an experience and a journey for a customer to have uh, something that's more than just a show. And so I don't think that you can recreate that as well with with uh, essentially what it is as an open house. Um, Chuck. What, how does COVID-19 affect new model releases for you? It'll be fine. The, uh, you know, what'll, what'll basically happen. Well, what product development will slow because the product developers are working from home. So new product development will slow, but it's, it's really going to look like about a two month slowdown. Some of them have been able to keep their, uh, designers working remotely, but it's, uh, you know, you just you the molding the mock-ups, all the things that'll go along with it. will be delayed a little bit. Model year is going to change the way model year changes. It's not going to. It's not going to have one bit of effect. Some of the books that I had that were going to be 2020s are going to be delayed. They're going to turn into 2021. What it means to me as a dealer is maybe I don't have them in season. But uh, you know, thankfully, I say thankfully today we'll see how it works out. I have enough inventory to kind of get through the season. So it's. Uh, I think it'll be a non-issue, other than you're going to lose about two months of production with almost every builder in the world. Sure. Okay. And how do you, Bob, Chuck, what about some of your brokers? Can you tell me, tell us the community about their experiences at these virtual boat shows where they sit in a chat room where they wait somebody to click on their listing and, and how they walked them through that. And some of the people that they're talking to, how that's forwarded those years. Can you, can you talk individually or specifically about your, your actual brokers that you have working for you? Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll take that one first, I guess. the uh, So our thing was a little bit different than Chuck's. Our platform was to create, we called it a live stream booth, um, which probably isn't the best name. It sounds a little creepy, but it's a live stream booth. And the idea was just like at a boat show, you walk into a broker's display or a booth and you have a conversation with them about something. We like the idea of the broker being on video so you can see their face, kind of get to know them a little bit. Um, and again, we had 420 leads so far come through either the chat booth or the live booth where people are asking real questions. And again, this is the third time I've been forced to say this, Grant, so thanks. We didn't sell a boat yet. But <laughs> I'm really, really, really encouraged by all the conversations and all the real activity from people that we track and we know that they're real um, and selling a boat to them later. And I really think the face-to-face -face thing provides a lot of encouragement to the brokers. Um, and it really 
on the listing side, we have a lot of listings, boat owners that have, have trusted us with selling their boat in any environment, marketing their boat in any economic condition. Uh, and so for them, we're at least the brokers are, are able to say to their listing client, hey, we're fighting like hell. We're doing everything we can for you. Uh, we're going to try this thing out and let's let's hope let's hope for the best. I would have sure. nothing to add to that. It's uh, you know we tried to drive it offline. Um, I think what he did is brilliant. We're gonna we're gonna use it. There's no question. Um, and look, it's a. Uh, I, I like the way Bob put it. Right, we we take the responsibility to represent the product in good times or bad. And I think the people that can do it better in bad times will certainly benefit from it. Sure. I, I see a question here just to jump in. Uh, Mr. Myers asks, how do you attract the prospects to a virtual boat show other than social media? It's a really, really freaking great question. And our best results are when our salespeople and our brokers make appointments. So if we have somebody, let's say a guy that specializes in super yachts or catamarans, and he's going to be in that booth from, let's say, 2 to 3 p.m., we encourage him to actually send out appointment requests to say, hey, guys, I'm going to be live at two o'clock. I'd love to see you there. And I think that's a great way to get people to show up. It's not just the company broadcasting on Facebook and sending out blasts. It's also uh, really neat and successful when individual brokers reach out to clients individually and invite them to come hang out for a certain amount of time. Well, in addition to that, like we talked about, if you can have other vendors and other people that are part of the show, they can do their own advertisement and their, their own marketing for the show as well to drive more traffic there as well. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Andrew, you know, we, we just came out of a Miami boat show and obviously we've lost the Palm Beach boat show. Um, do you see any future, future, future different plans for Miami 2021 moving forward? And the importance of that show now that we've lost Palm Beach. I think you know for Miami we're we're looking hard at including art and uh, the boat show on the same pad. You know the boat show looks too stretched out on that pad. There's too much concrete. The look and feel is not not exciting when you arrive. I think that the new boat section on the south side look look really good. But I think we can if we can combine art and uh, you know I'm tr trying to work with our group now that it's one ticket gets you into both but you know that hasn't i haven't got there yet but uh, they've certainly got an audience that um i think we could work with that would come look at boats not been boaters before perhaps they charter a boat you know but it would be new new people fresh blood that have got um, the resources to buy to buy a boat and then obviously we've still got the you know the challenge of making cr work and how do you see, here's a question from the audience, how do you see the various receptions and seminars and non-broker boat events being handled at shows? So you're directing that to me? Yes. We'd, we'd encourage more. I mean, we, I, you know, I don't know how well the EBA booth worked at um, you know, Miami where you had the EBA stand there and you know, there was, um, was a hospitality center, but certainly we'd... Uh, <laughs> We'd, we'd like to, once we get the, the two shows on the same pad, Art and Yacht, be able to put different galleries with different brokerages or different manufacturers so there could be some you know, different events they've got going you know, together in the evening to show them the art, to show them the yachts, to you know, try to cross-pollinate their work. Okay. Chuck, 
and Bob, just to sway topic just a little bit, um, obviously in these changing times we've developed and, and are going through virtual boat shows, but what are some other things that you guys have done to change and adapt during these times? You know, I, I would tell you, I'll jump in. All, all we're trying to do is the basics better. Um, you know, clearly, clearly we identify the trend to there's far more online traffic. There's more, there's more leads coming in through the internet and it's really how we handle it. The response, the, the time to response, the quality of response, all of those things are, are really, it's the new customer coming in the showroom, right? If you think your door is going to swing in a showroom today, it just isn't. So there, the door swing is now an internet lead and all we're trying to do is the basics better. And we're having reasonably good success doing that. Bob. Bob? Yeah, I totally agree with that. We're, uh, we are doing our best just to, we, we keep saying things around, I mean, just year after year after year, it's just taking really, really, really good care of people and just doing your job well. And in this environment, it's exactly the same as any environment. You keep just thinking creatively about how to take great care of people. And that might mean a guy that's stuck in the Northeast, he can't jump on a plane. You go down there and take a look at his boat, make sure the lines are tied. His captain might not be there. Just do, do all that kind of stuff and just take awesome care of people uh, in a weird environment, and they will remember that. And it's the, like, radical service, the, like, really going out of your freaking way to take care of somebody that's going to get somebody to talk to their friends about you. And this is a perfect platform for that because things are weird and different. And to be a broker that goes out there and does that thing in real life or vir virtually um, will – Bear, bear fruit at some point. Okay. Follow up on that. Relationships have never been more important, right? We say all the time how important a relationship with a client is. It is now that you leverage the trusting relationship that you built with clients and everything Bob said is exactly right. Just go tie some lines and, and be, be there, be present for your customers. Gotcha. One thing I want to plug is that we, we do have the IYBA charter webinar on Friday at 1030. If you can attend, please do. Um, you guys have anything else to add that we haven't mentioned? You I'll wait for Bob to give any, uh, any trade secrets. Yeah, so uh, we, we are aware that Chuck and his team, Abby, their director of marketing, have been snooping around a virtual boat show. We've been able to uh, install cookies on their computers and we've been able to extract their entire client database. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't really have much else to share. No, we've been a we've been an open book. It's a uh, relationships are never more important, and your presence online has probably never been more important. And uh, and with that, there's business to be had right now. Right, Andrew. No, we're excited about uh, launching the virtual boat show, and then once uh, once Palm Beach virtual boat show ends, you know it's. Uh, like to start in late summer the flibs virtual boat show so it becomes a teaser for flibs and it's got you know perhaps it brings some people that hadn't thought about coming to the show before helps them make appointments help them make uh, the travel arrangements and encourage them that they can come to the show safe experience and you know see some incredible product and Andrew, we had a question here from Audrey that says, uh, this is regarding the Informa Palm Beach vir virtual boat show. She's asking um, who would their contact be um, to get involved with that? Is that their normal contact that they would be used to book a slip? The normal contact or a girl, Lana, one, you know, all of the team is you know, available. So Chris or 
Dean or Brian Lana? Yeah. Okay. Well, just from an update from our shipyard, the bag deal will be back up and running shortly, and all of our projects, you know, some obviously on hold, but everything's still moving forward. So, despite being anxious to get back to normal, we're thankful that uh, all of our stuff is still moving forward. So, uh, if there are no other comments, anything else you want to plug, then we'll end this session. And thank you guys for being a part of it, Chuck, Bob, Andrew. Hope to see you guys soon, speak with you soon. And uh, again, charter webinar on Friday at 1030. Well, again, if you can, and we'll look forward to the next IYB Wednesday webinar. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank, Thank you. you.